the red room. Yeah. Niggas think it's a game. It's another another edition of the Potty Movie Podcast, where we're gonna take a uh, a little review of a crappy movie from the past. Um, give you the first thirty minutes. We're gonna let uh, the other two folks in our our little group here try to extrapolate the rest of the movie, and then me, Wes. I'm gonna. I actually watched the movie this week. I'm going Wes, to, uh, and and I just want to point out that. I mean, you took one for the team here by watching this movie. Yeah. You really, I mean, I'm, I only watched 30 minutes and I, I was watching it right up to the point where it said 30 and then, oh, one second and I turned it off. Okay. Like before like, we reveal ready. what the movie is and before act three comes, when I explain the whole piece of the movie, I, yeah. I think we all kind of left with the same general feeling of anger. Uh, mm-hmm. Anger, kind of like just kind of vague confusion. Right. On maybe a little bit of like nihilism. Yeah. Yeah, it just, you know, it was kind of like, for me, I feel like it was right on the cusp of when movies started being made in a different way. Like, I could have seen that movie being like, I feel like that movie's closer to the TV show Friends than something that's more like, you know, in this current day and age. Yeah. And I feel like it kind of just was like, it showed how those types of movies have just, that's like the point when they died. You yeah. know what I mean? When it was like, a movie could kind of be kind of corny and cheesy, and it was just like, ugh. You could say that that was like the last dagger in the heart of that uh-huh. pain of So movies. you mean it was like, kind of like the, the death rattle of the Friends era? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was just, ugh. Jennifer Aniston <laughs> screamed a blood-curdling cry at the end of it. Somewhere. David Sherman David was like, so, no. do we know? Okay, so we haven't even said the title of the movie. Are we Are we ready yet? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I apologize for interrupting. <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. We can, we can keep going with this. But, like, yeah, you were saying it was, like, so many, so many emotions, like, a lot of nihilism. Like, it was almost like, it you know, would be what, a cruel you know, joke what is if, life? What is, what, what is the point? But would it be a cruel joke if, like, you found out that this movie was, like, something like, old like Italian movies like with very little um talking in it and stuff like that where you're supposed to piece together mm-hmm. big like larger meanings in life like if that was the real intent of the movie I think that'd be pretty fucked up mm-hmm. because the target no, audience that, that watched the movie was like took it a totally different way but yeah that wasn't at all what happened okay that was not all <laughs> no no okay no. I, mean, I, I was actually so I think, thinking I think... this movie probably would have been better if there was no dialogue in it you know yeah yeah that would you know yeah. leave a lot up in fact, no sets, just yeah. kind of like a stage production. <laughs> so be- before before we get into it, and I, th- I, th- I think the suspense is probably killing the audience. We probably reveal, <laughs> even though we we probably put it in the title at this point, so maybe people already know it. Yeah. But uh, I feel like it would be really, really confusing to watch this movie if there were no spoken lines because there's so many just random scenes that don't actually string together. Yes. <laughs> and, yes. and and I only watched the, I only watched the first 30 minutes. Yeah, you're right. So I can only imagine. I think it was I think it was longer than like a 90 minute normally a comedy would be nine. I think it was like maybe like 100 uh dude, no, it was like 120 was it was I feel like it was like 90 minutes and it was like fucking done. Like they didn't try to like make it any longer than it needed to <laughs> Did be. They, they knew what they were getting the scene. Into. They just Yeah. <laughs> they were like, "Nope, that's it." 
that mid-sentence, they just stopped the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right, big reveal, yeah? This week's yeah. movie we're reviewing is, is Failure to Launch! Failure to Launch! <laughs> it's, it's a horror movie, as you can tell by the tone of our voices. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you guys want to jump into Act 1 and go through the first 30 minutes of the movie that... We all that you two watched. Yeah. I watched the whole movie, but you guys just watched the first. Yeah. So, so you you were right, Wes. It was it was ninety five minutes. Um, ninety five minutes. And, you know you know that last five were all credits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and also um, probably at least two minutes of uh, um, of excellent excellent credit music, like the the song that we're we're hopefully going to be putting in the title. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, one more thing. So I think I cut you off, Wes. Act yeah. one. We we talk about the movie that as it is. Act two, Clark and I will guess. Yep. Yeah. Uh, as to what we think actually happened, and then Act three is you. We reconcile it all right. together. I watched the whole movie. How, with you how guys. close we were. Yeah. Right. 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 Or yeah. how far off. In this, in this case, uh, I don't even know if I'm really good. At, okay, so <clears throat> let's just get right into it. Act yeah, one. Act one. Yeah. So this movie is um, quick. Quick. Just to jumpstart the conversation, this yep. movie is about Matthew McConaughey. At 36 years old-ish, or whatever. Right. Or is it 38? Doesn't matter. Hey, Late- hey, it's a da- he's a he's a damn good-looking 36-year-old. Timeless, man. Right? I know, right? I would... Anyway. Um, he's still living at home, as played by Terry Bradshaw and Kathy Bates. Which are his parents. Oh, yeah, his, his parents. parents are, yes. Yeah. Right. And um, he's still living at home with them. The movie actually opens on a him... A date, right? Right. It's a date, yeah. and they... He takes her home. Right. Things are then, going smoothly, and then he's like, hey, 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 yo, with these high school hey, girls hey. stay the same age. You want to come <laughs> yeah. back to my house? So he brings his girl home, and then Kathy Bates barges in, like, right there. I thought there. it was Terry Bradshaw. No, Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw barges in. Okay. Terry Bradshaw barges, barges in. Barges in. Right. <laughs> I forget what he does. Yeah, it's guess why, guess why, Clark, guess why you forgot it because it wasn't that funny. It was supposed no, no, no. to be okay, a hilarious so this, this kind of like goes to reveal. the whole general, my whole general feeling with this movie. I watched it, we watched it two or three weeks ago, yeah. And yeah. I, I, the movie, it's so forgettable that I'm forgetting it. Like it's, it's so it's like slipping away in the fog in the night. <laughs> well, like I, I would say that I don't want to jump too far ahead too quickly, but I think I can because not really that much happens, right? Like basically, yeah. they establish that. He lives at home. Right. He lives at home. Wait, wait, wait. Well, so Terry. Well, oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say he's a shallow person who brings a woman home to his parents' house, and then when she finds out, he's like, "Sorry, babe, forgot to tell you." And oh. then the next morning, he's like eating breakfast with his parents, and he's like kicked her out at that point. Like, "Sorry, you gotta go." But wait, Bryce. But wait, Bryce. Don't get ahead of yourself. Is he shallow? <laughs> maybe not. Maybe maybe oh. he's got a hard goal. But I'm saying is in that first scene, is got like, God, you're kind of an asshole. Like you bring her to your parents' house and then kick her out. I know, and he's just like, time to leave. Right. He's just like whistling the whole time, just like woo, and like just sitting in chairs Tossing. backwards, and yeah, tossing so, up an apple in the air, shining on his shirt, taking to, a big old yeah. honk and bite. After right, like, yeah, two, yeah, two, two things like, to notice from like I I picked up from like just the horrible first thirty minutes of the movie, um, where he he's like. Got, he lives with his parents in like really nice house, I guess, in some nice blank city that you don't know where it is. Oh, yeah. But he drives right. like a fucking really nice Porsche, but he sells boats, I guess, or something? Yeah, he sells like sailboats. Or no, I remember one of the opening scenes was like, I guess, the first shot of him at work. Some bullshit and he's just like He's explaining like... between sailboats and motorboats, and he's just like, sailboats are this, but motorboats are that. Yeah. And, the, oh God. And then... I think... 
I think there was a point that where they introduced him as the as the boat salesman that he is. Yes. By like he was eating crackers and cheese and drinking wine with a woman. I think it was actually SJP. Um, well, wait, wait, wait. SJP. Don't get, it, don't get ahead of yourself though, because we haven't got to that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. This is before. Okay, so I thought I thought that's how like okay. I thought that's how we found out that he was a boat salesman was that way. Right. No, right, there's. Right. I think there was the scene before, right, where he's. Anyways, we don't no, no, okay, you're, yeah, you're right. right. There's a scene before. So He's trying he, to sell something to a, that this, couple. This nameless girl gets scared away from his parents' house because Terry Bradshaw walks in on them having sex. So cut to the next morning where, you know, Matt wakes up and he's there's some cheesy fucking montage where he's showering and Kathy Bates, his mother, is like cleaning his room and Terry Bradshaw's being a grumbling dad and, you know, Matt... Like, I think he drinks... I think he takes Terry Bradshaw's bacon right. in the morning... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, son, like, wag the finger at your son and all this shit. And then um, I think they, like, something crappy happens. Like, they go, like, recliner shopping, something that dad Terry Bradshaw wants to do. Then enter Sarah Jessica Parker. Yes. So, so I, 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 I'm just going to say this. I, and I don't want to spend too much time on Act 1 because this movie was so bad. Yeah. Uh, I feel like... The first 30 minutes are a series of events, starting with this one, Yep. right? Like, basically, they establish who he is. I think we also skipped over that he has some other friends who are also live at home with their parents. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a and whole cabal of these guys. A whole cabal. And there's a barbecue. Oh, wait, that happens after the... Uh, we'll get to the barbecue. I apologize. Oh, man. So these, these... Yeah, but basically, it's just a series of events to establish that Matthew McConaughey lives at home with his parents and that Sarah Jessica Parson... I'm getting ahead of it. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But no, you're, you're actually going on the right thing because, like, I think what happened was, like, there was also a barbecue which was, like, wedged between the sofa, the recliner shopping where... Yes. The Bradshaw, like, his... McConaughey's parents are complaining about the fact that their son lives at home. His other folks were lamenting on the same thing and were like, hey, I think there's this great girl you can hire to like basically get your son to move out of the house and like <laughs> which was like the sound i had going off in my head i was like that's uh-huh. not a real fucking job it's yeah. not real yep. yeah it's- and it was and it was it was also at that barbecue there was a bunch of like um gross like old people having sex jokes yeah 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 it was a bunch of it, geriatrics was- and you know yeah. septuagenarians yeah. talking about fucking yeah, God, and they were so they bad. were uh, uh, <laughs> especially the ones whose the, their kid moved out and they were wearing their Thomas Bahama shirts and they were just like we gon' fuck. Yeah. Well, it's it's just so weird, like how uh, like just it's it's such like a formulaic movie. Like they're like every scene doesn't really make sense other than to just like further ram home a point that they've already made in the previous. Well, it's, like, it's kind of like a shotgun blast where like instead of a plot, there's a bunch of scenes that hit on a, a, a point in the story. Right. Yeah. And right. so they're loosely right. connected. Wes, you said this before we started, and I agree with this. It was like <laughs> you were like somebody, somebody put some ones and zeros into a rom com bot and <laughs> spat out this like more, more specifically it shat out this movie. It was just like <laughs> I don't want to get ahead of myself because you guys have to extrapolate the Human, rest of this movie, but yeah, you'll find out. Yeah. So so okay. Anyways, so wait, maybe maybe we should just breeze through the the rest. So essentially, right. SJP Sarah Jessica Parker. Right. Uh, they go to like, and they, I also they have a dinner with her or something where she explains his condition like she's a fucking nurse and she's like yeah yeah. It's so she meets her to launch. She she yeah. meets in the recliner store and acts like she's some rando. Right. And then Terry Bradshaw's like you should go after her. And then that's <laughs> yes. Then they meet up with her and they have dinner. And then she's like yes you're right. She's like she's some kind of like. Doctor of some kind, or some. She's just consultant. It's not a doctor. She's, she's a, a fuck nurse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a, a fuck nurse. Yeah, 
Um, <laughs> is that what you said? Yeah, she's a fucking basically. Right? I mean, well, I mean, let's get down to it. If she's luring, the, her whole shtick is luring thirty-somethings uh, out of their home. Uh, uh, you know, the only way. What is she doing to do that? Oh, I hope she had the HPV vaccine. That's all. Oof, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, just side Sarah has been around the block. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Sarah Jessica Parker, we all we've all talked about the way she looks. I feel like she looks like um, she was designed by committee. <laughs> <laughs> also, okay, here's here's the way Sarah Jessica like a Parker bunch of parts that like so so in the future so in the future uh, dogs become semi sentient and it was a bunch of half brain dogs that designed the way she looks to be like a human <laughs> and then they sent her back in time to be an actress so she's a plant she's actually wait a wait so we're getting into act two a little bit <laughs> yeah sorry yeah 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 seriously let's dial it back a second. Okay. so where did you guys stop where was the 30 minute mark for you guys? so wait wait so, so i think we I, I know i know exactly where it was and i'll tell you they basically <laughs> <laughs> they so he meets her at the recliner store they go you know meets his parents they are basically they hire basically her. explain how the whole movie is going to set up they're like hey I'm this person that does this job and I'm going to help your son get out of the house and this is the whole movie everybody this is what's going to happen <laughs> I'm yes. telling you and how then, the movie ends <laughs> and then and then they and then they have like a couple of dates at some point like she makes take him to a vet and there's a dog that is getting like put to sleep not put okay. to sleep but like Put under for a procedure, and right. she's like, "My dog is being put to sleep." Ah, come but this, she's and using that as a ploy to try to get closer to him. Mm, she's yes. establishing emotional connection, right? And then, like, like a like a psychopath, if you ask me, instead <laughs> yes, of right. fuck nurse. Oh, um, yeah. And then, and then she um, goes and plays paintball with him. Okay. And there's some like B story where her friend, who's played by Zoe Deschanel, who I happened to meet a couple weeks ago, I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, uh, did you uh, dropping the Z bomb? <laughs> did you bring up failure to launch? That's why I did it. No, no. Um, what was I gonna say? Party place. Uh, they. God damn it! Oh, they're playing paintball, and there's a B story with his his friend who falls over all the time. That's the one. Yes. The oh yeah, yeah. So in one. the movie is Matthew McConaughey, uh, Bradley Cooper, and the question mark. Yeah, and this is story. who Bryce is talking about. Right. The three he falls friends. over. He's like he's the guy where they like toss him a, a coke, and he like is sitting on a bench, and he like falls over backwards, and he's like whoa, whoa. while fumbling like, it. Yeah, yeah, and then it sprays yeah. everywhere. Yeah, that's he just steps that into it. Steps onto a, a brake and hits himself in the face yeah. and like steps into a bucket. He's uh, <laughs> just the professional yeah. putts of the trio. The, okay. Uh, so how far did you get into that storyline? Just the date, Not, right? That was it. Like, well, that's, the paintball scene was like time. Was time. <laughs> okay. Okay. It was like holding your breath underwater and you were like... <gasps> <laughs> Can I stop? Can I stop? So I, I told Wes before, uh, watching the, this m- amount of the movie felt to me like because... Because stuff happened in the movie, and but it was a bunch of nothing, it felt like I took a wad of flour and shoved it in my mouth. Like I just picked up a fistful of white enriched flour and just... Or like, or like saltines? Yeah, like I just like shoved a bunch of saltines in my mouth. Yeah. Okay. That was actually their first choice for the tagline. <laughs> Failing to launch. Do you want five saltines shoved in your mouth every time? Okay, okay, so act one, done. We've established, you know, yep. somewhat of a disjointed storyline. We did the best we could, honestly. We I really like, did the best we could. I feel like Failure to Launch tried to do the best they could, too. But, like, we seriously gave you probably the best description you could get. So I, I, w- I would almost say that we spent too long talking about it. We really that. did. Yeah, I think we that, really yeah, did. I'm kind of angry at myself. a lot of detail. Like, we could have said, oh, so Matthew McConaughey lives at home with his parents who want him to move out yep. because he's 36 years old and he hired, they hire a consultant whose job is to lure him out of the house and 
with her vagina. He can live on his own. Right. With her vagina, because she's a fuck nurse. Yeah, right. Uh, Side story, he has that, three friends who are also losers who live at home. Oh, yeah. That's hey, it. One, just one point before we move on. At one point, the three bros are all in a yoga class together. Yep. Yes, they, they are. They do a yoga class together, and they're talking to each other in the middle of class, like, all right, all right, all right, <laughs> yoga, yoga, yoga. <laughs> yep. Yep. See, yoga I think, fire, yoga flying. Clark, you should note that, that, that <laughs> the, uh, the rom-com bot thought that was a good idea. It was very uh, catchy I mean, at the they time. need to work on the rom-com bot side plot parameters. Yes. Yeah, that's true. So, All right, let's get into Act 2. Act 2. So you guys are going to extrapolate the rest of the movie from that first 30 minutes. So, I mean, there's two ways to think about this. There, there's a couple ways. More than two ways, but two main schools of thought. Where If we try to be accurate, then we I, that's too easy. It could be... I don't know. For this movie, it'd be really easy because this movie... Sh- showed us in the first 30 minutes there's no twists or turns mm-hmm. it's like it's a lazy river if you go it's <laughs> it's going to the theme park and riding the lazy river all day no right. roller yeah, coasters like, with a movie with a movie like soldier which we've done previously yeah I, I, it was so like frenetic and like somebody took some acid and then wrote that movie that like it could have well, gone I mean, anywhere coke or acid I guess we need either to talk way, about either. what drug were you on when you wrote this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But um, so Soldier was like, you didn't even know. You didn't know it was you like a maze. Where do you turn next? But with this movie, I feel like we could. I, I, this I'm movie, really whoever wrote could. it was just a bunch of white wine, maybe a little bit mm-hmm. of Coke. Just white <laughs> wine. Probably. Just the Coke to keep them up at night so they could keep writing. They kept him. They kept him locked in a room, and they didn't let him sleep until they, they rode. They him. rode the razor's edge of coke and ice. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's get into Act Two then. And Clark, I think you were going to say. Well, okay. We so can I was going to say accurate. Okay. So, well, I guess I'll just. I have two versions, and I think for the second version, Bryce, I'm going to have to. We'll work together on that. But the first version, and I think you'd agree with me with that, is just baseline. How do we get this movie over with as soon as possible? Uh-huh. So basically, you know, they get their fuck on. There's got to be yep. something that causes a, a falling out. And then everybody learns a lesson. He does move out in the end and they get married or whatever. I would I would agree with you except for the part where they made a big point of her establishing, even though we've been calling her a fuck nurse, that she's like, I don't ever do that. And what I bet happens is that he finally tries to and then that's the thing that busts him up because she's like, look, I'm not going to do it, but I have feelings for you. Da-da-da-da. And then they kind of break up and then when they get back together – She's like, I don't want to do this job anymore, and I want to be with you. And then they, you know, and then it's done. Um, okay, version two. More or less the same. So version version two is yes. Okay, now now the real meat and bones of what we're actually <laughs> right. Right. About. What, how what how really should now, okay, I guess we want to say how should the movie have ended? You know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, that's a really good point. Yeah. So basically, the movie needs to be something completely different than it is now. And I thought one okay, way so to do that is to give the putsy third character cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Boom. Yeah. Now we have a touching movie about friendship. Right. And, okay. you know, and he's like, don't move out, man. Live with your parents. Do one thing for me. Ooh, My dying then, wish is for you to stay with your parents forever. And then, because he can't move out from his parents' house. Move in with my parents. Yeah. And, no, no, so, no, like, the, the, the dopey guy who Rochelle made nameless... Yeah, um, he can't move out of his house. So Matthew McConaughey, even though he is potentially a robot, right. um, programmed to uh, look good and and laugh in a charming way. Wait, wait, hang on a uh, second. Is this, are, are, this is still the same plot, or is this a third plot? Oh, 
I thought I thought we were just going. I thought that this was all one thing. Okay, so let's recap. Putsy guy gets cancer. McConaughey may be a robot. Go on. Uh, but so because he's a robot, he's been given <laughs> a loyalty program to his friend right. that won't allow him to 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 betray his wishes in when he's in the time of need. So McCon the McConaughey is like, all right, all right, all right, and then he moves back in with his parents. And SJP this throws her into a fit of rage that leads to her um, losing a lot of her other clients and she's unable to seal the deal and, and it kind of like turns her into this kind of like, you know, um, like Tony Perkins in the um, in Dodgeball. Well, hang on. What whatever, about... Like at the end of the movie when he's all fat and he's like, I'll get you. You know what I mean? Like, so she... I think, like... I think actually she um, may like stage her own kidnapping or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. To like really try to like... Get his attention. Yeah, yeah. Or stage a right. rape that maybe the McConaughey may or may not have done. <laughs> but then, like... So, wait, so... So, like, as the story progresses, though, like, the seams are coming apart on McConaughey's, uh, his, uh... So, is he trying not to reveal that he's a, right, a robot? Right. Okay, like, so he's, he's hiding, he's got a himself. secret robot. And then, like, the cops are like, oh, wait, he couldn't have raped you, he doesn't have a dick, because he's a robot. <gasps> no, 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 because okay. he's got a robot dick. Come on, man. Oh, okay. McConaughey. Yeah, that's true. Because he, he, bang- he banged that he... one girl at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was in the process of banging. All right, banging all right, process all right. execute. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and so what? Yeah. So anyway, so he, she, she fakes her own kidnapping, right? Um, uh, to try and like, and 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 convince him that to come looking for him to try and make him feel sorry for her. Yes. No, because. She doesn't know that he's but he doesn't know a, emotion. a bot. Yeah. She doesn't know, but but he does have the loyalty program. He has and, the loyalty. Okay, right. And mm-hmm. and at one point they were a thing, and she's been kidnapped. So the McConaughey, his like, whenever he finds out like his internal Terminator vision with the like, <laughs> the red yeah, like, the red yeah, vision it says the... like, it says like override engage search function target <laughs> oh, man SJP because. I think this really like blows up in her face because she activated his kill mode, unwittingly activated his kill mode oh, no. in an mm-hmm. attempt to, you know, get him out of the house. Now he's a murder machine. Right. And it's a it's an incident. I mean Yeah. Maybe 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 what he's taking was, out city blocks now. Maybe what happened was he was his loyalty program kicked in and he was on the yacht and he had a uh you know, some of the salt water got in one of his gears, and, and, it, and, it, and it over it, wrote, it went high, he went haywire. Right. <laughs> goes on. I would think he'd be a little better designed than that to be a boat salesman, but you know what? Let's go with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, maybe I mean he's been doing maybe it for he's a while. on the he's boat 30... and it gets struck by lightning. You know, yeah, that's, that's how exactly that's right. how um, short circuit guy got his. Uh, yeah, that's totally that's, that's what happened to the Conobot. So then, anyway, cut to SJP in her um, self. Self self prison. Right. Uh, she, she's she, on the um, lamb, Yeah. Yeah. No. No. But she says to herself after the Conobot has gone haywire and gone on a killing spree throughout the city, she says to herself, she, she says to herself, "Why is this happening? I was sent back into the past to prevent this. It wasn't supposed to happen." Oh, by the sentient dogs that designed her. Yeah, yeah. And then she picks up her her, her time telephone and she dials the dog lords. <laughs> <laughs> But then it's like they, the dogs, because they're so like they're half human or like they're half sentient, so they're still pretty stupid. They also didn't 
think of the fact that they speak dog and she speaks human. So she's like, mm-hmm. hello, future dog lords. And they're like, bark, 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 bark. Yep. So these and, future and dog lords, are they like all kinds of dogs or are they just no. like one particular breed? Are they all winter All dogs? kinds of breeds. Yeah, all, all and there's sorts of breeds. Yeah. All okay. sorts of breeds and they're all super racist against each other. So it's like really, really <laughs> difficult to get along. So yeah. now and, the movie just kind of flips over and now we're just on dog planet. And, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and so what happens is, what happens because S- SJP didn't stop didn't didn't get didn't lure the Bacanabot into her lair so that she could terminate him. Right. He goes on this killing spree, and the dog lords who created her they actually now live in a dystopian future in the, in the dog sense. Right. Wait. Where wait. Cats rule. Where cats rule the world. <laughs> right. So the dog no. lords. Did the dog lords make Sarah Jessica Parker? Well, so they made Sarah Jessica Parker to go back in time and take out Bacanabot. That's right. They, they made Bacanabot yeah. was yeah. going to stop. But she's not a robot. She's like a cloned thing. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So she's actually. She was part built dog. in a laboratory. Okay. But since they don't you have... You ever seen that movie Weird Science? They don't have thumbs, yeah. so she's okay. all fucked up looking. Like, we all know. We see right. So, okay. So now, because the timeline's changed from McConaughey's rampage... Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, now cats rule the world. Right. Is that what you're saying? Because he's still In this alive. alternate dog universe, he's, yes. Yeah. So the alternate dogs, they go away, huh? That's bad. Um. No, they're still there. They're they were, cool. like... Yeah. They At the time of their rule, things changed. Like, they sent her back in time, and they were like, we're trusting you, Sister Jessica Parker, and then... Bunch of shit went down as a result of the time change that they are now. I see what you're saying, but it doesn't happen like that in this alternate universe. Right? Oh, so it's like a time branch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Quick side. They don't go from being the time like the the the, the dog lords don't disappear from time because of a because uh, now anomaly. cats are in their. Place. Uh, quick sidebar: yeah. like I'm actually currently in the middle of watching Terminator Genesis. No shit, and it's a lot of this like back and forth with time and fakes. I don't know. It's kind of screwing with my head. Is this going with your head? It sucks. Hey, Wes, is, 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 this, is this discussion blowing your mind right now? How the <laughs> movie, this is, I mean, so, yeah, so now we're talking can, about but we got, we're, it's like a time thriller. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Are we ever going... Does the movie ever return to, <laughs> to Earth? It's a failure I, to I, launch. I feel like the movie from this... The movie transfers <laughs> to Dog Planet. Right. And now it's a completely different like story. There's, now right. there's like struggles with like Dog Planet with Dog storylines, characters. Though. I feel like that's like the B story. Well, maybe it becomes the A story, which I think would be better. Right. But the B story would then have to be wrapping up the McConaughey's murderous rampage through the city of USA Town, USA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, like... We gotta wrap like that up. Meat. So I think SJP kind of... there. There's like a negotiator scene, maybe? Where yeah. like she's on one side and like they've... They're all barricaded and they're, you know... He's like stalking around the ruins and they spot him and she kind of like jumps out and... He sees her and he locks his missiles on her, but recognizes Wait. her. Wait, does he have shoulder missiles? Is that what I'm to understand? Uh, shoulder missiles, or yeah, you I, I really like the ones that pop out of the forearms. I think that's pretty. Ooh, cool. Yeah, okay. Like Iron Man. Well, kind of. He kind of. Is, and this, I, I also imagine that's why he always has his sleeves rolled up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so the <laughs> another quick comment too, like uh, so, McConaughey actually, you know. It, like he's designed to actually have feelings too, and he really doesn't enjoy taking advantage of all these girls and putting on this front like he's real, you know, swinging kind of young man. Is that how he gets his uh-huh. power though? Like his his battery well, power? He, the way he gets his power, the reason he's a boat salesman is because he likes to uh, fuck the power boats that he's selling, uh-huh. and that actually gives. He actually is in a relationship with, like a speed the power boat. Yeah, a speed, a speed boat. So, Sorry. Okay, we can keep going. That's why so, he's a boat salesman, though. That's so what I'm saying. He locks his missiles on her, but then he recognizes uh-huh. her, 
and he he's like he he kind of goes through that Terminator Three moment where he's like his programming's going haywire. Like you see the like the snow. He doesn't know he doesn't know which way to go. You yeah. see like two. You see the programs fighting each other in his in his robo mind. It's mm-hmm. like conflicting commands cannot compute. Yeah, and then he finally shoots a missile. And uh-huh. it, it's going at her, but then it loops up and then just boom, blows himself up. <sighs> but when smash it's... cut to dog planet. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like smash cut to dog overlord licking his own crotch. <laughs> then it's like a five minute scene of him licking himself, and then he gets up and he like declares something. He's like, attack Mechanobot. Yeah, and 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 then like so, so Mechanobot, Mechanobot is dead. Yeah. Which is what SJP ultimately wanted. Right. And so, yeah, smash cut to Dog Planet. And they're, they're they all are, cheering, the, right? Because the, the Yeah, board. they're all cheering. The cats are all, okay, so jumping from reality to reality. I know I said that because something happened in the past that the dogs wouldn't have disappeared. They initiated but, the time branch, but anyway. Right. But within that time branch, there's no more branching, so the cats disappear. Oh, because he was destroyed. Yeah, because the, like the only reason the cats were there was because he was demolishing the city, but because he was destroyed, boom, cats are gone. No, no, hang Two on a second. Universes. Wait a second. So does that mean he was okay? Was McConaughey sent back by the cats? No, I think he was just detrimental to the future of the Dog Lords in some way. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's kind of sets up the sequel. You know, like you maybe know, he was McConaughey's birth or like origins. Yeah. Ooh, McConaughey, the origin. Right, yeah, that would be the sequel, which is kind of like no, a sorry, I apologize. sequel because we're talking about time. Right. McConaughey, colon, Origins, with just an S, not The Origin. Just Origins, origins yeah. yeah. Right. McConaughey, colon, Origins. <laughs> we're not even... <laughs> I know his name was Trip in the movie, but somewhere in the movie he loses the name and he becomes McConaughey. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. This like maybe he's playing, maybe he's playing basketball with his friends, and like he falls and and uh, rips some of his skin off, and there's like the metal underneath that says like McConaughey five thousand. No, and that's what everybody finds it's out. got like a, it's got like a like a Apple logo or a. <laughs> got a Longhorn man. Got a Longhorn man. Okay, so I think we've wrapped it up. I think we've established. So that which of those McCon- two plots, Wes, having seen the whole movie? <laughs> So now wait. Starting act, the act three. Act three. Hold hold on. Before before we start act three, I just want to I just want to say. Yep. Um, I think we've established that there is potential for at least two sequels. Oh, One, yeah. the McConaughey origin story. Yeah. McConaughey yeah. origin story. McConaughey origin. And also two, maybe kind of like a prequel on Dog Planet where they send SJP back when they the, the origin story of SJP. I don't know totally. if I'm really interested in her origin story, but I'm more interested in this Dog Dude, Planet. Dude, I'm watching. Well, well, the thing I'm is, she's still Terminator alive, Genesis so you gotta. Like, we could do like a whole Terminator like series, basically. Like a universe. This is, yeah. this is a franchise. Yeah. See, guys, like, great job. This is the sort really of forethought thought that the actual directors should have had, but no. Really, no, I'm really, no really glad that we came together for this. The real movie. Oh, hold on. Let's. Well, so Act Three. Let's let's put it in there. Um, yeah. Wes, I want to ask wait. you which of those two plots was most accurate. Definitely. And 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 and, and wait. And second question: <laughs> yep. If it's the first one. Yep. Was I more, was I closer or was Clark closer? Because I, th- I think yeah, Clark was right, wrong. Right, right, right. It was the first one and Clark was closer by a hair. What? Sorry. No. So, I forget what... I remember as I was listening to the two, I forget specifically why Clark's was you... Oh, yeah, because you said that... They don't bang. 
that they don't bang and they do bang. So do you want to hear what? how the movie what plays What a hoe she is. Okay, so yeah. you guys stop yeah. watching at the paintball scene. So yep. basically, here, I could tell us in five minutes. So their relationship continues. Uh, then it starts to sour. You know, they go on a couple more dates and there's like this fucking dumb aside comic moments. But like, like the dumb friend does some dumb shit and he starts to date Zoe Deschanel, which has absolutely nothing to do with the... It like doesn't move the plot forward at all. Because the fucking dumb friend has nothing to do with the movie. Anyways. So it's basically like, this is kind of shit you would do in a sitcom, where it's just like... So the way the rest of the movie is... Yeah, like the rest of the movie is laid out, it's like, there is a storyline, and then there's like, they just fucking hang these scenes every now and again, because they know the movie's weak, like these dumb comedy scenes that they think are funny. And basically the comedy scenes are all someone falling over. Like, that's it. Or somebody getting bit by an animal. That's the movie, dude. So, anyways, yeah. so what happens is they go on a couple more dates. It starts to sour. Um, they end up McConaughey catches wind that Sarah Jessica Parker is actually hired to date him. Um, and can so, I, can I just say I, I think we've all called her Sarahka Jessica Parker tonight. I, I know that I probably <laughs> have, and I think that I just heard you. I just I just avoided it. Call her SJP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, go on. Oh, well, that's how the dog the dog overlords actually meant her name to be Sarah, SJP Sarahka Jessica Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so wait. Their relationship Sit, starts to sour. jump, play. <laughs> relationship starts to sour. Sarah Jessica Parker ends up fucking him. Then it gets better. And then he catches wind that she was hired. She was a fuck for hire. And then mm-hmm. he's like, fuck this. He's And then he he throws up the brilliant idea. He, he gets a dinner together with his parents and Sarah and says... And outs her? Uh, what's that? No, doesn't oh. out her. Clever... McConaughey is smarter than that. He puts together this plan where he says, "So hey, wait, he's he is a robot. <laughs> he is a robot. Yes. Just okay, cool. To be clear, we, but it was like okay. we all knew that watching the movie. Go yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he puts together this clever plan where he's like, SJP, let's get married, but let's live in my parents' house, and then we can all be happy under the same roof. And then he outs the fact that he knows that she's hired, and he gets mad at everybody. Um, and then they fight. The only other small twist is the fact that, like, you know, Bryce, at the beginning of this, you were like, hey, Matthew McConaughey is kind of a shithead. Uh, it turns out he was, like, going to get married to this black chick before all this storyline happened, and this black chick died of cancer, and then she had this black son who he was going to, like, adopt, and it was, like, this big dramatic thing, which didn't make any fucking sense. Like, it's just some... Oh, no, there Whoa, was, there was, was a So there is a right. twist. No, that was a there twist. Was, no, there was a scene at the beginning, I remember this now, again... <clears throat> We didn't bring it up because there were so many... Well, are we playing video important. games with that kid? Because, okay, yeah. in a good movie, it would be layered into a fucking story, but they, like I said, like, they just hang, like, it's like an abrupt change. They'll be like, oh, yeah, and then there's this black kid. They're the like, time. hey, remember that young black kid that we had in the first scene? Yeah. He, he comes back for a reason. Like, he was in, like, one scene in the first 30 minutes. Right. I don't think you mentioned him ever in the, in the second part. He's maybe in one other scene, and that's that's it, man. It's so infuriating. So, yeah, that was a twist at the end of it, and then she feels bad, and then the friends get together this cute plot where they lock him in a room, and then they fucking kiss and make up, and then everybody's happy, and it's over. Oh, so the, 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 what reconciles their relationship is they, somebody plays a trick on them and locks them in the room until they make up? All the friends do, yeah. It's like this cute what That's what brings them together, not like some thing cool? No, that's so it. Like, it was like it was like prison sex. Like prison sex. Yeah. The, well, it was just kind of like... So, okay... Here's another added element. So okay. at least put him on a bus that has a bomb on it, and if it goes <laughs> under fifty, seriously, then like just to move, just to whatever. And then yeah. they just like for some reason they replace their desk. They're like, Parker oh, we're with, stuffing with... you in the room until you figure it out, and it's like that's not plot. That's it. <clears throat> yeah, but they just like re- they re- they replace SJP with Sandra Bullock. 
Like in the last scene, they're just like, <laughs> it's just, just her on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> no one will notice. <laughs> but like, okay, so in retrospect, like looking back, there was just, I, I was just, there's like this coating of anger that's still... Coating? Coating. It's oh, like coding. covering my heart. Like I just, I watched it and all I kept saying like throughout the whole movie was like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? Like silently under my breath, like, what the fuck is this scene doing here? Why the fuck is this funny? What the fuck? You know, like, none of the shit. Yeah. Like, it all made sense because it's easy. Like, you guys figured it out. I figured it out in the first five minutes, you know? It's kind of like pouring water down a hill. It goes downhill. Right. And it's not going to go back uphill. And that's what I felt like when I was watching the movie. I was like, well, there's only one place the water can go, and that's downhill. Right. There's only one yeah. thing that can happen in this movie. Yeah. You know, I felt like this movie was 30 minutes of my life that I will never get. I felt like it was an hour and hey, a half. Hey, we had a great time watching that. Mm. Yeah. Well, well I, I think not actually, because you know, the movie. I think we the, were just hanging out. I think the hardest part about watching this movie with you was like not making fun of it as we were watching it because we wanted to save it for this. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to kind yeah, of yeah, figure yeah. out, yeah. It was yeah, garbage. Yeah. Um, so anyway. yeah, that was the movie. It was fucking terrible. I was really angry. I had to watch it. Uh, side note too, now Netflix keeps recommending rom-coms because I watched this yes. fucking movie. And so it's like half the movies that pop up on my Netflix feed are fucking crappy rom-coms. So, so we got to uh, figure out what, what our next movie is. Wait, wait, we wait. Gotta get a, okay. can I, I got a suggestion too. Can we, for this particular one, can we do an act four that we've never done before? Uh-oh. Okay. Where Twist. we go around and describe what, in describe in... You know, use anything in the real world that you could relate to this movie. So here's here's what I'm thinking. I'll start. I'll just start going. It doesn't make sense when I'm saying it, but I'll just say this movie to me was like those shitty straw hats that trashy chicks wear that you buy in gas stations by the river. You mean like the ones that are shaped like cowboy hats? Like a cowboy like, hat? Okay, yeah, yeah. Like a bucket. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what this movie was like. Bryce, what was this movie like to you? Like okay. this is this is a game I would like to play where like you describe how it makes you feel, but in in a tangible thing in the real mm-hmm. world or maybe mm-hmm. intangible, but it could be intangible. This movie is like a floppy flask <laughs> full of Bailey's and gin. Ooh! Oh my god! At that's a at a at a football game on a hot day. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot of flavor, you know. That's giving it more credit <laughs> than I think it's due. Um, no, I mean, like, those two things don't really go well together. Yeah. It'll probably curdle as it sits next to your body and heats up on this hot, hot day. Mm-hmm. And then you would drink it and you'd be like, mm, I expected that to be bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, man, this, this movie to me, I mean, I said it earlier, I keep going back to it. It's like if, if you open up a, a bag of flour and just kind of spoon your hand in and just... <laughs> Shove it in your mouth. <laughs> I think that's a really great way to to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's what I wanted right, to well, do. It just I needed I needed to get out the anger somehow. I'm yeah. still just no. I, I like it. I think it's a great segment. I think we should keep it. In. <laughs> it makes me angry. Well, movies are supposed to make you feel something good, bad, like introspective, if it's whatever. And this movie, yeah. you know. I guess that's its mission. And right. It's our mission is to say, well, it made me feel like I just shoved flour in my mouth. So it worked in a way. 
Um, I don't know if flower yeah. in the mouth is what they were going for, but it did something. You know? I think I think above all else, it made me like rethink decisions I've made in my life about watching movies. And I think that's important to like to take a step back and like mm-hmm. look at that. Even though I know that's not what they intended. They wanted it to be like a light comedy night between a husband and a wife, you know, in two thousand six. But to me it's just sort of like there's it was a lot much of, deeper than that. It's like be careful it's like hey, it's darker. Watch your back out there. There's a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like after after you watched this, you went and hugged your wife and held her close for a yeah. minute, not because it was so romantic, well, but because I knew you the bot was still out there. Bum, yeah, bum, yeah. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> and he might be coming back in Makanabot Origins. Oh right, yeah, all so, right, all right, all right, all right. 